Headlines are talking about a discovery that could lead to a one-size-fits-all cancer treatment. Is it realistic or is it hype? We'll talk about that next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. John Phillips, professor of hematology at University of Utah Health. Dr. Phillips, first of all, what was your involvement with this research discovery? We have been involved with um, a group at Cardiff. Um, I met the senior author, Professor Andy Sewell, when he was a postdoc here at the University of Utah 25 years ago. And our collaborative relationship has um, extended for the last 25 years. And we work together at solving um, complex biological problems. And uh, we, uh, we collaborate on a number of things. But in this case, um, Professor Sewell came to me specifically asking how to screen for um, molecules that were required um, for cancer recognition by these T-cells. So um, since this uh, paper has come out, what, what's the, been the response? It's been sort of overwhelming in some regards. Um, first of all, I have multiple emails every day since the last uh, week and a half from people around the globe, really, who are either scientists wanting to know exactly what methods we used in our screening process um, to um, individual people who have um, identified my email address and are sending me um, questions like, I have a family member, uh, uh, a friend um, who has some type of cancer that they want to be um, treated with um, this therapy. So, I mean, a lot of excitement, a lot of um, interest. What is everybody excited about? What, what did this paper show? Well, the, the T-cell that we are describing in this manuscript um, is a T-cell that can recognize an antigen presented on some types of cancer in the context of a molecule called MR1. Um, and the interesting thing about this is all humans have nearly identical MR1. This makes it, this is, this is why people are saying that it's sort of a, a universal anti-cancer therapy. The excitement is that there, this could lead to an immune cell therapy that could treat many types of cancer in many people. Is that the idea? So, yeah, the idea is, so I think um, there has been a lot of um, excitement recently in the sort of the last um, four or five years about um, engineered T-cells called CAR T-cells. Um, that uh, are specifically manufactured um, from a patient to recognize a very specific molecule on a tumor type. And those cells are grown in culture in a, in a laboratory from the patient and then given back to the patient where they attack a very uh, specific type of cancer. These have been very very beneficial for people. And this is just another type of T-cell that can potentially um, do the same thing, uh, but without that engineering aspect needed to be applied to it. So what are the limitations of the CAR T-cell therapy that this work with this cell might overcome? Well, the right now, the, the majority of CAR T therapies are... Um, directed towards um, hematologic 
malignancies, so um, leukemias and lymphomas, um, of specifically of the B cell origin. Um, there are things certainly in the laboratory and that um, commercial entities are working on to sort of expand those CAR T's to more solid tumor types. Um, but right now, it, it really is hematologic um, tumors. What the molecule that we're looking at is directed towards is um, it certainly will work on on um, hematologic tumors, but it will also work on solid tumors, which expands the um, expands the, the scope really of the types of cancer that uh, can be um, can be treated. And so, how did how did you go about, or how did this research team go about figuring that out? What what was the work that you know kind of showed what this T cell could do? Well, the um, the T cell was actually identified several years ago, um, and the team in Cardiff identified it um, as a, a cell that could kill cancer cells. Uh, they expanded the they expanded the panel of types of cancer cells that they could that they could assay um, in the laboratory, and they found you know what types of cancers it would and would not kill, and then they were interested in what molecule is being seen? Like, why does this T cell want to kill this cancer cell? And that's sort of where I became involved um, using, um, as in the title, it says a CRISPR-Cas9 screening method. So we used a, we used a CRISPR method, which goes in and modifies DNA. So we went in and knocked out every single gene in the genome um, and then screened for um, cells that were able to escape being killed by this killer T cell. And once we had identified those cells, we could then look at what molecules on the surface um, are being recognized. And that sort of, um, that, that work was all done in collaboration with uh, this team at Cardiff. And so, you know, there are a lot of exciting implications, but we're actually a long way from getting to an actual treatment that can be applied to patients. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? If you had to talk to some of these patients who are emailing you and, and who are um, hopeful that this will lead to something, um, what, what would you tell them? Well, so we, um, we've done a lot of work in the laboratory where we sort of have um, characterized the molecule and the interactions with the T cell. We've even translated that um, to a mouse model, but um, that's really about as far as we've gone. What we need to do now is we need to figure out how to translate that preliminary animal work into like a phase one study in humans. We are, we have not done that, um, you know, working with um, academic partners and commercial um, entities. Uh, we hope to sort of move that forward in the, in the near future, but during this conversation, that really has not has not occurred yet, and so um, this will take um, quite a bit of time. Uh, I, I I won't give you a, a number of days, weeks, or years that it's going to take, but it, this will take um, a significant amount of time in order to sort of move forward to actually go from um, a laboratory observation to uh, a clinical trial, and then sort of a commercial cure for 
um, certain types of cancer. And so if this treatment were to come to fruition, what, what would that look like, do you think? Well, so I think in this case, what it would be is there would be um, there would be a manufacturing facility that would expand this um, this type of T cell, um, and we would do clinical trials to say um, if we gave you you know ten to the tenth of these T cells, um, they would be sufficient to um, kill a term a tumor burden of you know a certain size or mass. Um, and uh, I think it would take, you know, several, several trials to figure out, you know, what's the optimal dosing? What's, um, you know, do we want to give multiple rounds of these cells? Um, so I think, you know, again, because this um, is really a laboratory observation and hasn't made it to the, even the phase one clinical trial stage, um, we need to be a, a little bit cautious in um, what we say as far as um, what this is going to look like as sure. an eventual therapy. Sure. Nevertheless, are you excited by what's come out so far in the research? Oh, absolutely. I think this um, this has been um, very exciting. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, I have published quite a few papers in my, in my scientific career. I don't think um, any publication that I've, that I've been a part of has had global response that this has had. I, you know, I'm getting email from truly from people across the globe. When I look at the, the metrics um, associated with this manuscript in, in nature immunology, this is, has, has gone, I guess, mainstream very, very quickly. And um, as of, you know, as of this morning, there were 128 articles that were sort of written in other, um, in other media outlets Regarding this, um, this this certainly is the biggest impact um, paper that I I've been a part of. Well, very good. Congratulations. Is is there anything else you'd like to say? Well, I I think um, this once again illustrates that um, science today is um, is very collaborative. It's um, these big discoveries are you know they're really team based discoveries and. Um, I was just a, you know, I was just a small part of this, um, as were people in my laboratory and that, um, without sort of this collaborative effort, um, it's difficult to make these, it's difficult to make these, um, these discoveries. Well, very good. Thank you very much. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.